Uh, hey everybody, welcome back to Rebootleggers. This is a comedy podcast where we reboot everything. I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. You can you can really think of us as like the Backstreet Boys of reboots, but there's but there's only two of us. There's just the two of us, and we do not sing. actually this week, Scott. There's four of us. What a segue. We do have some very special, very special, probably not just special, and uh, our new friends from a podcast called Good Christian Fun, Kevin and Caroline. Welcome to the show. Hey, Hello. thank you. We I, just stepped through the door. Here we are. <laughs> Hello. We don't have last names, but we go by our first. <laughs> People know. Uh, so welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for agreeing to help us. So here's that we, uh, it is as of the time of this recording, February 13th, which, um, as we all know, there's a big holiday coming up and loves Eve. I think we could, we could maybe do something exciting for this month of February and really touch, touch into your guys' brand. A market we've never really got into, Frank, is the Christian anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pure Flix basically runs on a post, and we're here to kind of step up. Yeah. Oh no, that's not true. We did reboot Touched by an Angel as a, a as an we, anime. Oh man, we did. Well, this time we're getting into the movie game. <laughs> yeah, Hell not yeah. as a TV show. So we we brought in uh, Kevin and Caroline because they are they know a lot about Christian things, pop culture, you mm-hmm. could call it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to tell us your idea? Oh gosh, boys, pitch it Gentlemen. to me. We, uh, we're feeling real strong about this. We one. slaved over this. Oh, wrong, wrong month to use that word. Oh. We were, we <laughs> oh, were, geez. we were laboring over this oh. for a long, long while. We're ready. We feel strong about this one. We have a feeling this is going to have an explosive effect on the box office. <laughs> uh, were you, and, were uh, you led in any way to? <clears throat> I think oh, the spirit led us yeah, for sure. It was like a lot of a good amount of prayer. Time yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Uh, Kevin and I were on a private Bible study when this idea occurred to us. Mm -hmm. A private Bible study called (laughs) iMessage. I don't don't think, uh, uh, is that by, is that Zondervan thing? Mm -hmm. Uh, Tommy Nelson. (laughs) Oh, that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm looking forward to the Eugene Peterson uh, update though. (laughs) Oh boy. Can gay people get married? I don't know. I don't know. But what they can do is see our new Hit movie, soon to be in theaters, entitled... Lamb of Wall Street. I love now, this. Now, a good amount of the Christian audience may have missed Wolf of Wall Street due to its highly egregious sexual content, not to mention the language, and drug use. Yeah, what? there's some profanity and drug use. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say, which language is it in? But drug use in swears makes more sense. Light. Light swears. Yeah. Uh, so we want to bring, but we want to bring that story because we think it's powerful and we think um, God can use anything. So I guess I'll just kind of kick off what I think sure, this is going to sure, be. Sure, 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 sure. So uh, we're looking at Jordan Belfort, a Christian man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he works in an office. Uh, he's a modest person. He's doing well. He, he never unbuttons too many buttons on his shirt. He's very <laughs> modest. He keeps it pure. And uh-huh. he wants to, you know, honestly, he wants to be a light. He wants to be a witness in the workplace. He's there he can. not just to provide for his family and lead uh, financially, mm-hmm. but also to, yeah, have a ministry in the workplace. Spiritually. It's mm-hmm. very important to him. And I think it's important <laughs> for the audience to get that. So, 
at the same time, Jordan is like talking to these Wall Street fellas and brokers and bankers and stock market crashers about like, ooh, it's up, it's down, NASDAQ. Mm -hmm. Like, we want to talk about NASDAQ, but we also want to talk about NASBA, which is the shortened acronym for the NASB translation of the Bible, New American Standard Bible. Oh, okay. So it's like from NASDAQ to NASBA. That's kind of the tagline we're working with right now. And in his office, there's a lot of worship of Goldman Sachs, or as he likes to call it, the Goldman Calf. Mm, oh, yeah. wow. And it's like, where's the Franken Sachs? Where's the Murr Sachs? Why is it just <laughs> Goldman Sachs? <laughs> Franken uh, Frank Man Sachs. Okay. Uh, I love all of this. So Great. Good. I don't... So... I think we're done, guys. Is it, <laughs> is it enough, though? Like, do we just take Wolf of Wall Street and make it Christian, or do we, you know, really, really get? You mentioned, you know, the NASBA. We should really put a Bible in there, a Bible story, probably. Oh, there's gonna be. Well, that's one of our propositions: is that there will be at least one Bible in every shot of the movie. <laughs> Gotta be. Right. It's kind of like Superman okay. in, in Seinfeld, the sitcom, where it's like, oh, if you look, every episode he's exactly. there. Exactly. And we I think have a scene where somebody tries to shoot him, and the Bible in his <gasps> pocket saves him from the bullet. Love well, that. We're gonna get to that. We're Love for that. sure gonna mm. get to it's that. It's the same Bible that he's been using to minister. Uh, to other investors. Oh, it's the one that his dad had in oh. Nam too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. And uh, and he uses it. He flips it open and just like throws a finger down, and then whatever verse number he lands on is what he takes a bet on in the stock market. <laughs> yeah, and I un- think that's how it works. Unlike the original movie, that's the only finger you're gonna see in this, <laughs> in mm. this version in the Lamb of Wall Street. No fingers um, in the rest of the movie. Just a lot of strategic. Everything placement. Okay. I'm in right, right, Yeah. Right. But that doesn't mean Jordan doesn't stumble, which, uh, and something that they did in The Wolf of Wall Street that uh, I don't think we'll do here is they didn't spend enough time on his first marriage. Okay. You're right. They didn't okay. spend enough first time. Like, was it a godly marriage? Was it a covenant marriage? Well, it's a godly marriage, but obviously they're going to have some struggles. There's going to be some struggles. <laughs> yeah. Like not doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, like uh, uh, Teresa doesn't submit to his authority. Oh, oh, that's just the, no. In any good godly marriage, you need that hierarchy of you know right. authority and submission, and mm-hmm. it just it seems like we really should get into that with this with this wolf lamb of yeah. Wall Street. Yeah, I think that could be kind of a central struggle for him and kind of something that makes him question his faith a little. Okay. Yeah. Even? Because right now we're in the midst of the, you know, the Jill Soloway era of like top of the patriarchy. But you know what? Let's reinforce the patriarchy. <laughs> let's cement it. it. Mm-hmm. Let's let's make a statue <laughs> in honor and reverence and love and respect of the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. That's what we hope is, you know, this is a multi-pronged mission of the film and that's going to be one mm-hmm. of those missions. Is yeah, and to- Jordan is not one of those wood- see men you know what i'm talking about yeah. loves his lattes hey you know what i'm mm. saying too much Jeez. foam in his cappuccino yeah, if you know what frapp- i mean uh-huh he's, so a, lot he's a real man well, well some frappuccinos are good to be fair <laughs> <laughs> like strawberries and cream even no whip is I mean, really they're, good they're really good and they're really good i assume he's Very got like gosh. a man cave yeah now do we 
this is dicey territory, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw this in Fireproof, and I think they did it tastefully, and I think that's something we can do here. <laughs> we all saw it in Fireproof. We, so, uh, everyone listening saw it in Fireproof. For Cameron's Fireproof. Uh, do we think in his man cave, maybe Jordan struggles with a little bit of... The, I'm going to say coronography because I don't want to say the real It world. rhymes with coronography. <laughs> with, the, with the trouser devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the TDs got him by the nuts <laughs> from time to time. Yeah, there's, there's gonna be there's gonna be some saucy moments. I mean, we could do it tasteful. I mean, you know, Kirk tasteful. Kirk showed it. You know, he did it right. We could take a page from that book. We just talk about what do they call it? Just that that those pictures on the internet. Sure. Yeah, yeah that trash. That trash you look at. So well, we, and I even thought, honestly, for my money, fireproof was a little too suggestive with that. When she said trash, it kind of turned me on a little bit. So <laughs> what I want to happen is anytime they talk about pornography in this movie, is that the screen gets blurry and also they bleep out all of their dialogue. <laughs> and they all are wearing a wet blanket. Right. 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 <laughs> but so not it's a like clingy one. it's a it's too uh, fuzzy, out of focus, wet blankets with like a lot of just like. Boop, over it the whole time i don't know is that suggestive though that makes sense i think that's doable and because yeah we don't want to offend anyone now that does raise the question do we need to we're gonna have to bring this up more into the modern age right because wolf of wall street they did not have the internet at the time oh geez so it's magazines i guess oh man Mm. probably cosmo oh (laughs) cosmo (laughs) That porn mag Cosmopolitan. Ooh, I know. I think that's. I think maybe the Sears catalog. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Or oh, maybe he gets a Victoria's Secret catalog by accident, and he doesn't throw it away right away. Let's all go around in a circle and use an all too specific reference to the kind of magazine that we think he would be turned on use. by. What if I think that's what? If, what about Better Homes and Gardens highlights? <laughs> Sharper image. <laughs> sharper image. Yeah, that sharper image catalog got him. Stumbling. Do you think he calls his downstairs area a, a hammocker schlemmer? <laughs> yes, almost definitely. Yeah, do we could that. definitely use that. So, so is are we are we combining Wolf of Wall Street with Fireproof? Is that what's happening now? Well, I, I don't think I want to do that because. Obviously, there's some rights, and Pure Flix is a very punitive organization. They're very litigious, yes. as we found mm. out. Um, so I, but I, what what can't sue us is the Bible. It's mm. public domain. I would like to incorporate the Bible into this. Now, go with me here. I'm thinking Jordan Belfort is a modern Job. <gasps> I mean, a, listen, Jordan. How do you how do you spell Jordan? I was J- about to say that. Oh, what's his middle name? What's his middle name? Jordan Belfort. Joe B. Oswald. His middle name is Owen. I I mean, yeah. Great. (laughs) And a good audience will connect the dots. (laughs) Yeah. That's important. Jordan Owen Belfort. Sure. And everybody, does everybody call him Job? Like as a nickname? Yes. Yeah. And And now uh, in the the story of Job, he has several uh, friends who give him advice that is uh, not godly, we'll say. Mm. Well, and so let's think- maybe for people who uh, don't know, like let's what's let's start at the beginning of Job. The friends show up later, right? Right. Yes. Because the point. So Job is he's like Job the, is a faithful man. Yes, he's extremely wealthy. He's doing good. I'm pretty sure he's got multiple wives or at least multiple kids. So he's cleaning up, cleaning, cleaning up, up. Mm-hmm. drowning in it. Uh huh. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean that's that's the part a lot of people don't want to look in the face. That before all that bad stuff happens, Job's neck deep in it, guys. <laughs> and and I think a, a faithful biblical retelling will include that fact. I think you're gonna have that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, shortly after Satan. Uh, who will be played by a woman? A woman uh, <laughs> c- approaches God, who will be played by a woman, a man, um, a, man. <laughs> a man. This is two men. Do we, we want to tap Morgan Freeman? This is what's weird to me about Job. Like, in, yeah, God and Satan just hang out in this book, and never again in the they Bible. Do. They're just like they chilling Not since the creation story. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so Satan tells God, "It's kind uh, of their reunion tour, if you think about it." <laughs> Boys are back. Uh, it's like when Simon and Garfunkel got together again for that Central Park co- <laughs> concert. And guys, I'll let you decide which one is which. <laughs> Not my Garfunkel. Hashtag not my Garfunkel. I almost, uh, I almost like to think it's more like, it's like a, to get real nerdy here, it's like a Professor X Magneto thing where it's like, mm, they're just hanging out. I think out. that is true. They're I just think hanging that is out true. like, hey, we disagree, but like, remember remember the old times? Remember when you used yes. to be my dude? And then Satan's like, hey man, I, I bet you this guy sucks. And God's like, no. Nah. <laughs> right? Truly, we're, that's why I think X-Men is a Christian movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean. Well, think about it. X-Men, X, X must, X is Latin for Christ. And if you turn across sideways, it becomes an X like in Logan. Yeah. Oh, that's true. No spoilers. There we go. There we go. There's okay. a, there's no spoilers, but there is the scene where Logan goes to church. <laughs> it's like 25 minutes. It's, it's long. It's it has nothing serious. to do with the rest of the plot. It's a weirdly long, drawn out scene. He gets baptized a few times, and yeah, like, just to be sure, he's like again, again, <laughs> for all the times I should have died. Yeah, that checks right. out. Right. So Satan tells God, um, uh, you know, you think Job is so faithful. Let's test him. He's going to curse your name. God's like, not my guy, Job. And Satan's like, prove it. And so then he uh, he sends a lot of plagues upon Job. Yeah. Kills his family, kills oh, his yeah. livestock, kills all his stuff. And Job uh, remains faithful. Hashtag not my guy, Job. So the way we want to translate this to the Lamb of Wall Street <laughs> is that and like to translate Job losing everything, his house, his family, his children, his livestock. We're going to translate his, his it in the Lamb of Wall Street, his dingus, his bazingus. <laughs> We're going to translate in the his in the in the his schlemazel. We're going <laughs> to translate it so that um uh some stocks he was investing in go down. It's just stuff. so that, that'll be the just one that. for one translation. Can I add a little bit more of a modern sure, flair sure, to sure, really sure. draw in the youth? Yeah. He loses followers on Twitter. Uh, Again, oh. and this is rare for 1981 Damn. when this movie takes place. <laughs> but he does preemptively lose followers on Twitter. And that's kind of a cautionary tale. Mm. Like, are you really connecting? Are you just like connecting to yourself and the echo chamber of social media? Totally. And, and, and and we can't wait yeah, to get into all of that. Well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Frank. Hey, you know who had 12 followers? Jesus. <laughs> that's all you need, oh. man. Frank, how's this all sitting with you? I'm into it. So I, I think I think we already touched on something with the uh, the the Twitter conversation. The original the original piece, we'll call it a piece. It's a piece. It takes place in the 80s, and I, I, want, I want to bring this up because um, I really like the idea that he's trading on 
some kind of mad money like Twitch stream that has followers. Oh, mm-hmm. he's the original mm-hmm. Mad Money. He's got his own yeah. cable show. Cable well, was a thing in the eighties, right? Cable was a thing. Maybe he does one of those. Okay. Maybe he has to worry he about ratings like no one else has to anymore. Mm. Wait, are you saying that you want some sort of like crossover show where he's hosting <laughs> like the intersection between yeah. Mad Money and the 700 Club? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. He's like Jim Kramer, Kramer like Robertson. Talks. Yeah. Do you think maybe he's kind of a prosperity gospel guy? Ooh, like a Joel Osteen oh. type or Oral Roberts? Yeah. I think he's pro. I think he's a prosperity gospel guy through okay. and through. Mm-hmm. How it's like a TDJ. Does mm-hmm. does Dave Ramsey not have a show like that? Because if he doesn't, that blows my mind. I think Dave Ramsey. He has the he has the books. He has the audio books. I think he has a radio show, but it's not like a call in show. Well, I mean, he does have a radio show. Christian culture is about you know ten years behind, so he'll get there. He'll be he'll be on str- on yeah. Twitch radio just bit. came out for <laughs> right. um. For a lot of churches. <laughs> it is true that still the coolest thing about Christian pop culture is a radio show from 35 years ago <laughs> called Adventures in Odyssey. So you're not far off. That no. makes sense. Okay, so let's let's go through this. Uh, let's go through some story beats here. We, yeah. He's a good Christian man, right? So we're going to have to mm. get... So what, does he, what do they do instead of all the drugs? Just like go to church and Bible oh. study, but then yeah, it's it's sword drills. So it's like instead of like lines of cocaine, it's lines of little children reciting their favorite verses <laughs> from the Old Testament. Like Leviticus eleven seven says, mm-hmm. "Touching the skin of a dead pig makes one unclean for seven days." <laughs> so they'll have like so that be, sort of thing. We can have a scene where he's like working in his office, and some guy comes in like real excited. He's like, "Come on out, man! We're gonna do some lines in the in the lobby." And then it turns out it's just yeah. like kids doing Bible verses. Oh. Right, or right. uh, or they do some kind of a youth group game like Chubby Bunny. And we all know what Chubby Bunny is, right? Yeah. Every one of us. Every one of us. Got to show well, We need to explain it. We all know. <laughs> for the listener at home, you though, got- for, the, for the unsaved. You take the mallow, you shove it in your mouth. That's right. And then you shove that's more right. of them in your mouth. Do you have to be able to say mm-hmm. Chubby Bunny, right? Is that how That it is the whole, yes. that's the namesake of the game. Wait, hold on. Is this is this all real or are you still joking? No, this, this is, is real. This is a real game. Frank, do you not know Chubby Bunny? <laughs> None of this what? is joking, Frank. Uh, and the thing that's not funny and I don't want to joke about is that people have died playing Chubby Bunny. Uh, that's true. choking. Yeah, it's rough. So the objective is to fill your mouth with food you don't eat. Correct. Frank Frank grew up outside the church, so, so he's, he's not aware of a lot of these oh. things. Frank, baby, we got so much to catch Frank, you up on. Frank, my man. All right, Scott, next time I visit, I guess we're buying a bunch of... Oh, it's going to get freaky. I mean, so... we're going through the Left Behind anthology. <laughs> so, so yeah, Frank, the way it works is they you get, like, the jumbo-sized marshmallows, and you, like, you start mm-hmm. with just one in your mouth, and you all go around, and you each time you go around the circle, each person has to be able to say Chubby Bunny, and then you put another marshmallow in, okay. and you keep going until the person can't say At least you're competing. All right. Yeah, but... But they, if you it do gets, it wrong, you die. You do it... Because people will... They, like, and shove them in there, and they get down their throat it's gross mm-hmm. it's messed up Ooh, grizzly so that's the kind of like crazy antics going on at the office yeah instead of cocaine it's chubby bunny maybe there's a chubby bunny accident oh there's a chubby bunny accident that's very good frank that Ooh. really causes and then he 
That's where the Jonah he, Hill character That's the comes scandal. From. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Played by Josh Gad. Oh. Josh Gad playing Jonah Hill, playing the guy. Actually, this brings up an important question that I did want to talk about. Yeah. Is with casting. Yes. Uh, I think an important thing is uh, if we can't get Christians exclusively, we will need to get Republicans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if we can't get Kevin Sorbo, we need Mitch McConnell. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, Scott I'm thinking Bale. along the lines of like to play the Margot Robbie temptress role, we could have Patricia Heaton from Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, that's true. Oh. Although she is a Christian. She is, yeah. yeah. So you get both there. Yeah. That's a twofer, yeah. We could, yeah. Okay, we could get... We're going to get twofer from 30 Rock. Uh, Charlton Heston is God? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll CGI Chucky Heston. Yeah. Rob Reiner is just out automatically from this movie then? <sighs> Unfortunately. Ooh, the I don't... Mm, so... Yeah, a little bit of... <laughs> it's not for me to say. It's not for me to say, but I think so. We <laughs> could get Scott Bayo for sure, maybe. Oh, Easily. man. This is shaping up. We've I like okay Scott Bayo. I like as the Matthew McConaughey kind of like spiritual advisor role mm. uh, to kind of help get him back on track. But maybe also, spoiler, he's Jesus. <gasps> oh, I like this. I like this interpretation. So instead of instead of that scene where he like hums and beats his chest, he can just like throw himself on the floor and start speaking in tongues, and then be like, "That's just how I start my day." That's just, yeah. It just gets me going. Yeah, you know that daily part of Jesus's routine where he throws himself <laughs> on the floor yeah. and I mean that's in uh second opinions 4, I yeah, believe. So so we'll definitely fire, incorporate baby. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. We got to really hammer it home too cuz the whole, you know the one of the biggest things with these these reboots for these new target audiences is that you really you really can't trust them to get things the first time. You have to kind of keep hitting over and over. You gotta, you gotta slap them in the face with it. Well, I was gonna say that's why we're gonna have voiceover constantly throughout the movie. <laughs> like oh. you'll be able to hear bits and pieces of the dialogue, but it will be a two and a half hour monologue, mm-hmm. based, essentially telling you exactly what's uh, happening. This is the scene. That's yeah. good. That's that's reassuring. Will the monologue it, be from Scott Bale or from a different from the from the Lamb? Probably, huh? It'll be from the lamb, like, yeah, that's me, yeah. the lamb. You're probably wondering how I got on Wall Street. Bah. That's how, bah, that's me. And then he does like little lamb things. Yes. But if there is, and the thing is, and we want to be really conscious of this in the edit, but if there is like a gap in between scenes, we will just have him say, okay, well, the next scene coming up is going to be really, really good. So I can't wait for you to see it. Oh, we're going to be there any second now. I need, to, I need to set up the next scene for you. It's going to be sure. rough. You're going to see some things. And yeah, he just like. Yeah. So, so the audience never feels abandoned. You like, know what I want? I want him to walk in from the side and go, nom, nom, nom. oh, just eating some grass <laughs> Oh, sorry, <here."> fellas. <laughs> Where was I? Yeah, me. <laughs> Can we have him just like walk in front of the screen at some point? Like we greet, mm. like he's in front of a theater showing the movie and he just likes like to- Like Emperor's New Groove? Yeah. He's like, all yeah, right, I want to yeah, point yeah. some things out here. This guy here- that's Jesus. Oh yeah, like Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, but I like the he like John Madden. He better. draws like an arrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this yeah, guy. yeah. And you know what? That targets a kid audience that I don't think we've really been oh, yeah. considering up to this point. So that's a that's a shit ton of money right there. Is David Spade a Christian? Uh, he should be. If he's he not. will be, could, he's one of those Christians for pay. You think we could? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you think we could convert him? We can before get a we bunch of those. Filming? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Perfect. If the price is right, baby, he's in. He is in that it's it's weird how easily this is translating over. Okay, so Job is just deep in it, which means in this case in, in a good way. marshmallows and 
kind virtuous women who are not interested in his kind virtuous woman his his wife just the one but also right yeah i guess i guess christian men can't be friends with women who aren't their wives huh oh not a chance Right. Not a chance. Well, unless we make that part of his struggle. Oh, he, he's, he's got finding friends. himself alone in a room with a woman in a business setting. Yeah. So he just like anytime that happens, he just uh, runs out of the uh, room screaming. <laughs> he he just like starts screaming if he's alone or even the appearance of being alone. Mean a wife. He has a picture of his wife in his jacket. Where like every time he's. <laughs> Right. It's like his phantom thread. I'm sorry, honey. <sighs> and that's and that's another thing we want to address in the casting because, you know, obviously the the women who play Jordan's wife in this original movie, uh Kristen Milotti and Margot Robbie, obviously they're very um attractive young women, mm-hmm. but Bazinga. Bazinga indeed. <laughs> but we we are uh, we want to be mindful of the fact that they might for some of the more lustfully minded men in the audience stumbling blocks. So <laughs> We want we. I propose that not only is Patricia Heaton the only uh, female in the movie, but because she is attractive herself as a woman in her forties and fifties, that we put a bag over her head for the entirety of the movie. Would we just have her and, play every female role in the movie and just yeah, actually... and we'll just draw different faces on the bag. So it's like, oh, now I'm a blonde, and now I, we won't do multi ethnic well, stuff. Well, there's confusion too. The sheep is there to kind of point right, you the right way. Right and this time. She's she's uh, Jessica, the office secretary. <laughs> so stuff like that is going to be really helpful for the audience. That makes sense. She'll just wear we can we tag. can help clean it up too. So the the wife we see we see her face. We see her bag face. Um, we I see think, her bag face. I think for I think for almost every other every other woman, it can just be kind of an over the shoulder oh, from behind, like man in a wig shot. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, lest the shape of a shoulder may... Because we don't want the actors to be right. tempted either. Yeah, and you know what? That actually gets back to a really beautiful tradition of men playing women's roles because mm-hmm. men didn't have enough to do. Like at Shakespeare oh. in the Globe or mm-hmm. even in Kids in the Hall, the sketch comedy show. Now, how does does that click with our, you know... Is that going to potentially hurt viewership if it gets out to our to our target audience that a lot of men were dressed in women's clothes for the filming of this? Is that going to alienate those, uh. you know, conservative Christian Republican males? Well, that's why you have to be very careful with how you shoot those over-the-shoulder scenes. Right. Because, yes, there would be, you know... Because, unfortunately, homophobia and transphobia is such a, an issue that we, we will be sure in all of those scenes with over-the-shoulder the shol- over shots that they're, they're not wearing anything sleeveless, anything that might show a super mm. hairy or super muscular arm. Or a somewhat feminine pattern. Like, those are out. Yeah. Maybe it's a, uh, it's a pantsuit. So it's like, you know that's what a woman may wear, but a man may wear it as well. Yeah. yeah. You know how pantsuits are the ultimate unisex mm-hmm. uniform. <laughs> Well, I also and I do also know really that tight angles. The, you, you you never see a jawline. Nothing. No. no, 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 no. There are a lot of white Christian males who who have take issue with certain women wearing pantsuits. So maybe we oh, just this go is with a good point. Just mm. only so from the scra- shoulders up, I guess. Scrap the women. I don't know. Are we talking about this, guys? I'm, I, I, I'm going to propose I... that we expand the bag on Patricia Heaton's head <laughs> to be a full <laughs> potato sack that she drapes herself in. Yes. With just a just a whole woman's body drawn on, but she's like yeah, a stick gender fixer. neutral sack, right, yeah. right, right, right. And that way, and see, then you get into whole. We can be in a weird way like body posi in that sense. Like we can show, you know, 
girls of all shapes and sizes. Girls of bag shape. Mm -hmm. Girls of of skinnier frame and larger, beautiful, voluptuous frame, but not too voluptuous. Like we're not going to draw the you know what if you if you fellas know what I'm saying. (laughs) The bazingas. No, we're not going to draw the bazingas. The the grape clusters, right? Um, Right. Okay, so we'd also. I guess we need everyone. Well, no, I was going to say we need everyone to sign an NDA, but now we don't because we just got the one bag lady, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just one bag lady. Just right. one bag lady. Okay, so... Like Vaughn's right before they close. Uh, who Jordan loves. So <laughs> Jordan yeah. loves bag ladies. He can't stop talking about his huge, beautiful bag wife just all the mm-hmm. time. Uh, which... I'm very proud of her. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this is really going to actually help the budget because in case we can't get someone on set that day and mm. you can pretty much just stand up we could just, on its own. We, we wouldn't even have to pay Patricia to show up. We could just have her, you know, do some do some voiceover some later. Some yeah. VO. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, but when she does the VO, we do want to put a bag over her head. Oh, yeah. So you need the realistic. It is muffled and yes. realistic sounding because otherwise yeah, yeah. it's going to take the audience right out of it. You got to capture that. Yeah, and that's the that's the attention to detail that we really pride ourselves on here at the NBCW. And sometimes when women's voices aren't muffled, that it it can be like a trigger for men. Like, right. oh, a woman's unvarnished voice. Right. Uh, I guess I'm gossip. mayor of Boner Town. I feel right now. I feel disrespected even a little. Right, and that is right. somehow right. arousing. I agree. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Job's deep in one mm, one wife. I regret that phrasing. And so then, so you said the Job's who, so we talked about God and Satan. What is the setting? What is their new Lamb of Wall Street setting? Do we, and is this God separate from Scott Bayo, Jesus? Well, I'd like to think that they're uh, window washers. Oh, that's and so they're, <laughs> so they're like kind of watching kind of everything. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah. I was thinking penthouse office, but I like this better that they're kind of like men. They're just like washing the windows while everyone's in there and saying just like. Right. And they're, they're kind w- of like, they're watching. They're window washing, but they're window watching as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Watch what you wash. Mm. And maybe we're not sure, like, ooh, are they invisible to the characters inside or not? Because no one pays attention to window washers. Right, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we don't even... That's perfect. It's a poignant uh, message in the middle of this movie. <laughs> yeah. And can they always say... Can they always be saying folksy things to each other? Yeah, they will, all, they, they will only talk in aphorisms right. and uh, thumper bumpers to each other. <laughs> <laughs> well... God did make Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve. Yeah, and then they <laughs> high five and then Satan's like, no. Wait, dang it. Wait, did God not make any of the Steves? Are those from someone else? No, it's as if to say that uh, God did not create uh, homosexuals. He created only mm. a heterosexual comp- uh, couple. I like it better if it's saying that God, none of <laughs> nobody named Steve was There's made no by God. There's no Steves in this universe. <laughs> Or it's just there are Steves, but they are not of God. <laughs> yeah, that's a valid. That's a valid POV They're as well. They're vessels of judgment. <laughs> so, how, should I think maybe God always talks in like the folksy aphorisms? Satan can be like you know, like a wheeling and dealing snake oil. Like <sighs> probably mm. has some sort of New York accent. Maybe yeah, yeah. Really always texting. We can code it to be super anti-Semitic. <laughs> now, Frank, I oh. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, I was say, gonna say that 
how could he text because it's the 80s but what if god and satan had very modern technology because you know they're god and they satan. exist outside of time that makes perfect yeah, sense I, like I, th- I would I, it would take me out of it if they weren't texting mm-hmm. what if because they exist outside of time they're like dressed for a different period literally every time we see them but they're still washing windows oh, I, I love, love that it. like they're coming out of grecian times and then they're coming yes. out of the future yeah. and then they've like just gotten back from the 50s and man, was that fun. Yeah. And one of them, God's dressed like Marty McFly from Back to the Future 2. Right. Well, that's when the narrator would say, Back to the Future, because he is, right. after all, the Lamb of God. Right. He's a fun guy. He's a fun guy. So, what's the climax? So, we won't use climax, but. You uh, can't say climax as in a this word, movie. but where we go, I mean, what's the big challenge that Job is right. facing? So, Job, he's going to lose those. Followers? Is that what we're saying? He, well, I think he's going to lose followers. Stock. Ratings? Stock. Did we decide whether or not he's in the 80s? He's losing followers. He's in the 80s. His wife doesn't respect him. Ooh, what that's if, the number one. Sin. Now, to, to go back to Kevin's Nazba. <laughs> Thank you. What if he, when, what if he's like, he's, he's creating a, a new translation of the Bible and he's tracking its sales and then it just plummets, Ooh, maybe. Oh, okay. I love this. I love this. Yes, oh, yes, okay. yes, yes. So Job's, Job's the Bible, sa- but he's not a salesman. He's just like... He's a salesman. Yeah, he's rewriting it for the, you know, the modern, modern day Christian who's being constantly confronted with those... You know, Esquire and and Sears catalogs and and you know just in, in a time where everybody's doing lines in the lobby. Where do I get my, where do I get my spiritual fix? My and he's yeah, my he's high. got the Bible uh, that'll do that. I love it. Okay, so and then we can have a lot of a lot of good background talk of Nasbas up, Nasbas down. You know, we get a good mm-hmm. line graph, line graph in the background, oh, a lot of jagged peaks and valleys. Yeah, but then you Frank, know what? If you, you if you follow the line graph, it does ultimately turn into a cross. Wow. Yeah, or maybe a Jesus fish. Oh, even better. Yeah, so it, like, like the line kind of like <laughs> the linear line loops tracks around. On yeah. It just goes yeah. wild. Yeah. So we we time. only ever see like a portion of it and then at the end of the movie maybe we'll zoom all the way out from the line graph Hell and yeah. be like and needle Gee. drop newsboys. Yeah. Oh, God's not dead. dead. He is surely alive. Living on the inside, living like a lamb. Lamb. Yes. It works. Do you think? Do you think the newsboys would be interested in just going ahead and? I think they're doing pretty the much down for, for whatever. They're down for whatever, guys. Yeah. And from the stories I've heard, they are down for. Jeez, whatever. They are. Yep. Now, uh, isn't Screws Kevin from boys. DC Talk their their front man now? Uh, that is Michael Tate from DC Talk. That's Michael their front Tate. That's man right. Now. Kevin's yeah. doing Audio Adrenaline now, right? Kevin did do Audio Adrenaline for like three years, God. and then he left. You know, he's got to set on his own. Okay, so we get. Just a good new Frank. Are you familiar with the Newsboys? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. There was some misrepresentation. I, I think I, I didn't grow up. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't grow up necessarily in the church. But when I was like fourteen, we got all into it with my mom. Oh. Oh, so you know. Yeah, all yeah. About I know. I've, I, 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 I've seen Newsboys at um. You guys know the Creation Festival in up in the mountains in PA. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I used to go there every year, and there was this crazy part where they get. The old drummer guy, the one like the not not the whatever current one where he like yeah gets on this the riser and Peter then the drums. Furler. and then yeah, they yeah. rotate yeah yeah and then That's... they start rotating and it's unreal. Oh, that was wow. their version of moonwalking, basically. <laughs> yeah, Dang. 
Isn't that a Blue Man Group thing where they like rotated and out on the drums? No, I don't think so. I think Newsboys did it first. Newsboys definitely <laughs> invented it. And then the and then the, the Blue Man Group, they did it, but Newsboys was like, we can't sue them because that, that's not right. You know, I have also seen the Blue Man Group do Chubby Bunnies. Oh, yeah? Just so I, super like magical. Just, I believe that. I love that. Are, so we're going to lock down Newsboys for the soundtrack. And then we'll get the Blue Man Group for the Chubby Bunny scene. Probably. Yeah, and that'll be funny because we'll, well, I don't know, will they let us film them when they're not blue? Oh, they'll be blue, Is, Frank. They'll be blue? We're just going to do it. I'm not comfortable with having the Blue Man Group unless there's a way that they can silently indicate that they are also believers. So maybe they, they are, cross themselves or they mm-hmm. do a little, like a prayer with their hands. They, they kick off their what shoes and they draw the fish in the sand. Yeah, like oh, like the old timey Christians. What if they're angels? What if <gasps> angels are oh the blue man gosh, group in this yes. universe? Now the thing is, I and maybe this is just a personal conviction, but I find oftentimes the blue men group to be pretty hot. And again, that might be a stumbling <laughs> block anybody. for a lot of yeah. So is it all the pipe play? Yeah, it is the way that they're just banging on those pipes. <laughs> It really does something to me. Throwing marshmallows into each other's mouth. I mean, guys, it's like, it's what is this, Fifty Shades of Grey we're reading right now? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, all those things, yeah. yes. Fifty Shades of Blue. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So we'll, we'll have the, the blue hands will be enough. Blue hands, bags on heads. Everyone will yeah. know what that uh, is. Right. Wings? Do we put wings on them or do we just Slick um, blue wings. light them like touched by an angel? Oh, we, we put wings on them and we, just to make sure, we have our narrator lamb just say out loud these are angels just in case now these are I'm angels. a little rusty on my job is there a scene in job where angels happen uh there recall. is now baby yeah mm-hmm. what if <laughs> perfect now satan okay, is so an Job's... angel a fallen angel hey so technically that's not yeah not what we're talking oh, about oh is he gonna be blue <laughs> <laughs> well you're gonna see that like there's traces of like blue paint on him still like he was an angel we'll go we'll go a george Se- yeah we'll do a george senior tobias thing. yes okay. that makes sense yeah. that's perfect um okay so what happens to the bible sales they just people stop buying the bible god god makes the bible go away to test Job. there's yeah. the whole point of this right is that there's god a is testing Job. there's a He's- typo that accidentally invalidates John 3.16 in the new Bible. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it says, for God so didn't love the world. For God so loved the world not, is what it, it says. It just ends with uh, not. Just, somebody's reading it, they're like, hey, I just noticed this says God so loved the world. <laughs> he was just kidding. He didn't love us at all. Right. Just I like I like the idea that it's just like a one letter typo and it just ruins the whole thing. It rocks them. Well, you know, people study this stuff real up close and personal, yeah. letter by letter, mm-hmm. line by line. So right. one typo could rock a Calvinist bro to his core. Right. So not only God turns his face from Job, but also many Calvinists and uh sales plummet and uh Jordan Job turns to his office his does his wife leave him uh his wife well, no, decided him. to get a part-time job oh that is the ultimate nail in the right. coffin right which might as well Christian be leaving man. him he might as well be right. uh killing their kids because then he's because he's not the one support he's he's not pulling in the the the, bacon. Know, the, the money the right. bacon money yeah right. so she makes right. him a super beta cuck when he sees her <laughs> her big giant sackcloth on the floor and he's like oh damn i think uh, my smoking hot bride 
got a job and has like her own autonomy. And that's when he feels betrayed. And that's really like, that's going to be our real act two moment of all is lost, all is uh, Mm -hmm. hopeless. Yeah, Uh, maybe he's kind of walking with his head down mm -hmm. Wall Street, kind of kicking a can. Sad Charlie Brown We can have a scene where they're, so him and his wife are out at dinner. And then the waiter, oh, the waiter brings oh. the little check folio. No, no, no. The waiter brings the little check folio and oh. puts it in front yes. of him. Yeah. And then he puts and his head down sh- and like slides the leather folio over to his wife. I love that. And the waiter, the waiter is just scandalized. Yeah. The waiter the wa- faints and dies from seeing that <laughs> because of the times, uh, because it's the, the 80s. It's his Lam- ghost with Lammy in the narration. Yeah. yeah. And Lammy is just like, don't worry, kids. This is just pretend. He didn't really die. <laughs> yeah. This is the middle scene of Emperor's New Groove when he's like, yeah, this is rough. Uh, are we rebooting <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street or Emperor's New Groove? <laughs> it's both because he does step in front of the screen a few times like Emperor's New Groove. And he talks about what's going on. Oh, can, can we have a part where they're, they're outside? Like the characters yes. are outside in the movie and then Lamy walks on screen and goes, oh, sorry. I thought it was I thought it was grist that I could eat, but it's in the movie. <laughs> I love that. We could, yeah, we could do that with Caroline's idea where he, we hear him eating. Instead, we just, it's just like we see half of him eating a sandwich at the edge of the frame for like a minute and a half Love before that. he notices and just this is actually, slides out. This, oops. this is actually an interesting thing that we kind of, we kind of brought up is that I think with today's modern audiences, we have to be very, very careful that we don't ever let them feel sad for more than like one second before no, we put a joke in. No, 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 no. Yeah. Sad is bad. Like kind of a positive effect sad is so, bad know, so happy makes me fappy that's that's <laughs> what we live by now we, we can't say fappy in this though right job finds out he's poor job job gets crushed but then on the second movie that's happening on top of the first movie lammy slips on a banana peel when did we start calling him lammy i'm not op- opposed to it i'm just wondering when that it just i just kind of it, it, it just happened okay uh lammy now lammy is job right yeah is lammy kind of like his avatar or is lammy outside the narrative his name's lammy kravitz lammy kravitz that's pretty good thank you thank you oh and he's got like a he's got like a a bow tie yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> his little lamb dick almost comes out at one point <laughs> in a concert. You guys remember the show Lamb Chop? That wasn't a Christian show, was it? I watched Lamb Chop. It felt Christian, didn't yeah, it? It's a it Christian did. vibe. I don't know that it was. No, Lamb Chop definitely went to hell. <laughs> what? Yeah, he did. I'm sorry. It's a girl. I mean, she didn't make it in Chris Rice's song, so she did. No. Well, no, Lamb Chop was a boy. Sherry was the girl. Yeah. No, Lamb, lamb Chop was a boy? Oh, yeah. I'm almost certain. Is Lamb Chop a boy? Hang on, everybody. Take a break from writing. We got to get to the bottom of this. Six-year-old girl. Well, Bam. shut it. That might be a testament to my own progressiveness that I didn't gender her correctly. You did gender. <laughs> Kevin doesn't see gender. I try not he to. He very much did. He said she was a boy. Oh, that's true. I didn't think the you lady that did. Boy. Look, she looks like Lucille Ball. Yeah. She did. A little bit. All right. I like to think that Lamb Chop is what Lucy <laughs> Lucy Ricardo would have done with fame. It was like, I just want to do puppets and shit. <laughs> oh, all right, you can have a puppet show. It's weird. Okay, so there is a scene in the book of Job that I want to... It's not so much a scene, more just a passing reference, but I do know that Christians love to use this. And there is a part where Job mentions Behemoth and Leviathan, and everyone says that's how we know that dinosaurs were alive during that time. Correct. So... Obviously. Do we have dinosaurs in this movie? I mean, I think we have to. 
is it like a is it a little lizard though, mm. or is it is that kind of and he calls it. Oh, hey, Leviathan. Like, that's his lizard Does pet. He have, so he just got, like, a pet iguana, and he calls it Leviathan? <gasps> Damn. I think that's a good yes. nod to the uh, to the story. And then he can, like, wink at the camera. And then his dog is Behemoth, and it's, like, a yeah. boxer. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, it, yeah like, di- like Dino. Like, Dino? Like this, yeah, this movie should be subtle. Dino. It's Dino. It's Dino. I'm, I'm getting them confused with the Christian piano player. Dido? Uh, no, there's a Christian piano player named Dino. <laughs> Look it up. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get him? I think he died, but I think we can get him. <laughs> could we Could we CG him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like Carrie Fisher in Rogue One? Yeah, they have holograms mm-hmm. for everything now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we can just hologram him in and... Uh, oh, no, I... It, He's still alive. He's 75 years old. We'll just get him. Oh, he's he's in. I mean, that's not really relevant to the plot. He's got a lizard and a dog, and... Do they talk? They don't talk. Ah. They talk to Lammy. They might be his conscience. He is Lammy. Job is the Lamb of Wall Street. <laughs> no, but there's... Are we saying... There's... So wait, is Lammy the narrator version of Job? Yes. Okay. Lammy yes. is the movie on top of the movie. Okay. That makes sure you're not sad. Yeah, we're getting meta, but again, Lammy's going to explain this, so it's super <laughs> yeah. easy to digest. <laughs> we're going to lean really hard on Lammy for most... So that used hard. to be me. Okay. That's perfect. Um, so then, and then also going back to now in Job, he does get he he does. I don't want to get I don't want to get too blue, but he does get his 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 Bepis ruined, right? His Bepis? His, his, oh, his, his wiener, his ding dong, his, yeah. his bathing suit zone. It does get ruined. His zone gets oh, ruined. Guys, right? I do not remember this. I don't uh, remember it either. And I feel like for the audience that we want. <laughs> That it's going to be real tough to... So what I was going to say, it's not necessarily that we have to directly ruin it. We can just make a reference to the fact that his wife is now the caretaker, that she had somehow taken it from him. You know, really get into that analogy that men love so much. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe she's got some kind of box and she's like, well, ever since uh, you know what went into my box <laughs> or didn't. Now, can she say box in that way? Because yeah, I forgot for about some that. people, that's going to be a trigger. Um, her chest? Nope, that's not it. Uh, oh no, that's that's just as bad. That's, that's worse. Bad. Tupperware. Tupperware is good. <laughs> the Rubbermaid. Nope. <laughs> no, nope, can't do can't that. Do that one. <laughs> can't do that one. Wow. She could call it the cucky jar. She <laughs> <laughs> say, does at one point she mean spiritedly say, "What you want to go to cucky cheese?" Yeah, cucky cheese, oh, cucky no. cheeses. <laughs> So she's, I mean, Job's wife does get really mean to him in the original, in the in the source content. Yeah, she's the so original maybe, nag. Mm-hmm. Kind of a feminine. Oh, she nags the hell out of yeah. him. She's, okay, so in, there's also, we need to just talk about specifically which interpretation we're going for. Because there's the one interpretation of Job that is, look, see, everything bad happens for a reason. But then there's the other interpretation of Job that's like, no, bad shit happens and there's no reason. So what are we going for here? Uh, anything that's bad is only temporary, and then a lot of good stuff happens. Then a lot of good. And God will give you the more Bible money. wants you to be rich. And yeah, you're, you're well, gonna be. Yeah, rich. whatever bad stuff happens to you, a good thing is gonna happen. That's the opposite of it, and it's gonna be twice as good as the bad thing was bad. That's the message I want people to leave the theater with. And so if there's anything going on in your life that's messed up, it's just like, just wait it out and, and just like keep anticipating and hoping that something two or three times as good is going to happen. Right. 
So then, I guess sales sales will just pick back up. I, I assume we'll, well have. A- we're, we're skipping when Job's friends all also. Oh come. yeah, give me to those friends. Talk to me about yeah, those yeah. friends. Who do we get? We got Josh Gad as Jonah Hill as that guy. Right. Um, For this, I want to propose a clump situation where Josh Gad <laughs> plays four or five of his different friends in a large suit. Well, it doesn't need to be that large. Sometimes in a large suit. Sometimes in a skinny suit. That makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we can de we can de weight Gad in post. Oh yeah, can we have can we have a scene where Job's wife gets to like be in a room with a bunch of other wives, but they are all Josh Gad in a in a potato bag? Well, again, we don't want to mess up the female dynamic, but mm-hmm. yeah, but that would work. If, well, okay, yeah, if it's potato, yeah, sex, so maybe sure, they're in some sure, kind sure, of sewing sure, sure, circle. Sure. Yeah, they'll just be, and they'll spend the whole time, of course, talking about their husbands and and um, you know, yeah, men just you know doing things that kind of classic. What like is, my husband never, la, la, la. <laughs> my husband nag nag nag. And they could all treat Job's wife a little weird for earning money, right? They they uh, challenge Which, her on that, and that's that is how the wife character does get redeemed. She, yes, she, that she makes quits. Sense. She, right, right. her job. She quits her job. And they say, "What? Well, how will you eat?" And she's like, uh, "Who cares? Lam- Lammy's got it. Lam- who cares? You know what? Lammy's got got me taken care no, of." No, sh- people inside the movie don't say Lammy Scott. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe they say something about how like we've added a complex layer to the whole proceeding, <laughs> but I I welcome it. Can we, is there something about maybe, I want some sort of quip about how like the Bible is the only food or something, like some sort of good thumper bumper having to do with the food, but also applies to his Bible sales. It's like, what will your children eat if you quit your job? And then she says like, and then she says like the word of the Lord our God and like puts her hand on the Bible. Yeah. She says, heard of the bread of life. Does she say something about like, you're not sustained by bread alone? Does she just quote? Quote Jesus They're eating right breadsticks there. at the Olive Garden, right? Because we oh, need sponsors. But then she does say, "Eating ain't cheating," <laughs> and <laughs> she does. Yeah, and that and and that's to say, like, don't worry, I'm not threatened by how much time you spend in the Word and eating of the bread of life. Eating ain't cheating. Perfect. I, I don't now, feel Frank, that uh, 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 abandoned mm-hmm. by you because of that. That makes that's perfect. Now, Frank, I do admire your ambition at getting Olive Garden for a sponsor, but I think it's a lot more realistic if they're at a Chick Fil A. Yes, I mean I don't see yeah. how there no, would be yeah. any other kind of food in the movie. Yes, I mean, excuse the phrase, but Chick Fil A is a horror for Christian um, yeah. media. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that'll work. And I'm a horror for Chick Fil A, so it all works out. <laughs> it's perfect. So they've got a and... they've got a bowl of just the nugget breading. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, just the breading. <laughs> if they call it the bread of life. Mm, the breading oh. of life. The breading That's of life. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay, so then his friends are mean to him, and he's like, "Come on, man!" Is he getting bullied, or is he just? I like... think they. I think each. I think each Josh Gad tries to get him to do a different of this of of all the sins that there are. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like one the... Josh Gad is like, "Come with me." Well, we can't make him go to a strip club. Is like no, but we come, can make him come with me to the magazine aisle. I have right. magazines to show you. And then another Josh Gad is like, mm, I got you seven cakes. Why don't you eat them right now? Before I do. And Lammy says, gluttony. And then uh, the other Josh Gad <laughs> says, oh, don't you want to take a nap? <laughs> yeah, oh. so it's the seven deadly Gads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just go. <laughs> yeah, the other one's just like, hey, don't you don't you just want to get real mad right now? Yeah. Don't you? 
with a, with an accent for some reason. And Lamy is definitely is naming them as they go, just yeah. to keep everyone Stop. straight. Yeah. What if you got greedy right now, buddy? <laughs> he just straight up says, "What if you got greedy?" <laughs> yeah. Hey. What if you lusted after me, fella? Envy's gonna be tough. Envy are greed and envy two separate sins? They are. Yeah. They are. Well, sometimes greed causes envy, and envy causes yeah. greed. So, I mean, maybe greed and envy are a tag team. He's like, what if you got greedy? Hey, look at that guy's stuff. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Or maybe they're twins, which would really work. <laughs> kind perfect. of a Tweedledee, they Tweedledum. This... Yeah, they're wearing the same overalls. That's perfect. Tweedledgreed, Tweedlegrub. Love that. Mm. That works. That's nice. Now, is there a is there an anti Chick Fil A in the real world? Could that be the food they try to get him? I honestly have no Hooters. idea. Yeah, Hooters seems morally opposed to Chick Fil A. Like can we can we say Hooters in this movie though? No, we'll bleep it out and blur the screen when we say it. Yeah, it, any we'll scene that show... takes place there, we'll blur it out. Yeah, and... we'll just show a couple barn owls the whole time. Yeah, be like, let's mm-hmm. go to Scooters if you guys know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so then I assume he's, he does say no to all of them. And then the scene that we're all, I think that the audience is going to be most looking forward to is when Job finally gets to talk to God. Right. And yeah, he, yeah. he does shout at him a little bit and God just slaps him. Yeah. And he says, chill out, bro. I'm going to do a lot of good stuff for you now. And then that's when Bible sales go up and then they do a conga line in the office. I do like the idea of a uh, Bible sales going up because now kind of a, a, a bread based cult because mm. of the loaves it has formed. Oh, and so it's, didn't it's even really know taking you were doing off the bread thing the whole time. Yeah. 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 And uh, so, so they're buying uh, those like hotcakes. They start literal hotcakes. They start selling okay. the Bible, start shipping hotcakes, but they're breaded in Chick-fil-A oh breading. Oh gosh. This is great. This is so hot hotcake. Hot, literally. But they're made of Chick-fil-A breading. Guys, I'll tell you what, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Same. So I think I think there's one more key component too. We need that we need that we told you so Schadenfreude scene where God rebukes Job's friends. Yes, his friends need to Or we get like, to we get to feel righteous because we How about this in the, with the it. movie we didn't break either. I've got it. They all so all his friends go to leave and they step in the elevator and who's the elevator attendant? It's Satan and he says going down and then that's it. But he's in like a disco outfit cuz he just came from the 70s. Yes. He's got a fro and he's wearing roller skates. And he is white, but he has a fro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Going down. That is good. That's hilarious. And then he like winks at the camera and then Lammy Lammy pops in and he's like yeah, you get what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you don't need me. <laughs> hell, hell is where they're going. <laughs> yeah, he says, you don't, you don't need me. You know what's going on, and he steps off. But then he does pop back, and he's like, it's hell. They're going to hell. Yeah, just to be clear. But then, once the movie ends, and I think that would be a very fitting ending. But once the movie ends, I want it to cut to black, and then the there's just. I would say 15 to 25 minutes of Lammy just giving an altar call. <laughs> and it's just a pure black screen. But Lammy's just like, guys, now they went to hell, but you don't have to. We saw a lot of stuff here today. Hi, I'm Lammy. If yeah, he, he kind of breaks the lamb's fourth <laughs> wall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm Scott Bayo. Wait, is this Scott Bayo? Is Scott Bayo the wolf, the lamb of Wall Street? Or- 
I thought he we was made Scott be Jesus. Bale. Is Jesus still in this movie? <laughs> all, all throughout, but never, ex- never explicitly called out. But he's in every right. in every frame. Right. He's just always like standing, like he's on a cross. He's like wiping Hi. a counter. He's um like well, building a coffee. He's always building chairs. Well, Jesus building, wasn't in the original Old Testament story, but that is true. Hey, they don't call it a reboot for nothing, fellas. Right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, he just did our job for us. I mean, the New Testament is the ultimate reboot, right? Mm, that yeah, that's true. Jesus Guys, rebooting. Is that a tagline? The... I don't know. Are we... <sighs> I think that is. So the so we could say the old the, the New Testament was the first reboot, and this is the next one. Hell yeah! The New Old Testament. The New we'll, Old Testament. We'll workshop it a little bit. Mm. We'll get a focus group. But I love. I want to get back to the altar call. I like this idea. They can. We can get like. We'll get like elders in every theater, and he can say like, "If the elders would please just come to the front," and yeah, uh, you know, just get them up there. They'll have. Could we do a foot washing? That was a thing. We could do a com- maybe a past communion with popcorn. Will we pass oh. a collection plate at any point during this movie? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I honestly, because I am gonna need to get some dollars off of this. And I think so. Then I think the the then at the end, Lammy says, "On your way out, if you'd like, you we you you can purchase one of our Chick Fil A Bibles, and we do manufacture the chicken breading Bibles, and we sell those. The chicken bread of life, I love it because Chick Fil A weirdly doesn't have a Bible yet. Yeah, oh. right. Yeah, I think we could work manna into it somehow. Right. The title mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. it, but are you a manna god? Nailed it. Have we talked about who's playing the lamb? Lance, this is, let, I think it's, let's all say it on the thing. count of three. I think we all have the same man in mind. One, two, three. Kirk, Kirk Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> Cameron. Yes, Kirk Cam- I was going to say that. I, I said it too. I said Kirk Cameron. We all Cameron. said it at the no same time. We all said it. No one does an altar call like Kirk, honestly. Because here's the ultimate kind of turnaround here. If Kirk Cameron's in our movie, he can't sue us. Right. Why would he sue us? He doesn't own the Bible. Yeah, that's movie clause right. 101. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so and then the last thing I want to talk about, who do we who do we trust to direct this? Kurt Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you seen Saving Christmas? I would not Yeah. That's fine. I would well, say just pray about it. I would say either Kurt Cameron or Paul Thomas Anderson. Mmm, <laughs> PTA. Yeah. That's very mm. This feels okay. up his alley. Mm-hmm. All right. I think I mean that's a movie there, That's right? a movie. Uh, That's it's a, a wrap. Movie. We did it. Ooh, I'm tired. It's it's a lot of work I've coming really up put with, myself these, out with on these there. reboots. Yeah. Okay, well, I think we're going to end there. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Um, if you like the show, please give us a good rating, preferably on uh, Apple Podcasts. And You seem unsure. Yeah, just any anything would be nice. And Well, um, not anything. A one-star review wouldn't be nice. You know, they're talking about it. Okay, no no such thing as bad press. Gotcha. No such thing as bad press. Um, We are on Spotify now, and basically anywhere you want to find podcasts, you can find us and tell a friend. Um, You can listen to Kevin and Caroline's podcast, Good Christian Fun. Also, anywhere you find podcasts, you guys have a website and a Twitter. Well, sir, our Twitter is Christian Fun Pod, at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter. Instagram, you can check out the website, goodchristianfun.com. Frank, we should get an Instagram. Yeah, we should. Um, Do photoshops so Kev- of all the posters. Gotta show off my beach, bud. Hell yeah. 
So, uh, Kevin and Caroline, we usually end the show by providing our listeners with a password so that they can get in next week. Would you guys want to want to give us our password for next week? Oh, I think we know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. There's only one. There's only one thing here, and it's uh, the password is play those pipes. Don't be sad. <laughs> and welcome to the stage, Joshua Gad. <laughs> <laughs>